If you got your Bibles tonight, come on, open them up to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to tell you what you already know tonight. Amen. Just stir you up in what you already know. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm going to read verses 10 through 19 from the King James. And it says this. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we, somebody say we. We. You ain't by yourself in this thing. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. I need to read that again. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Need to read that one more time. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Why, why, why do we need to do that? So that we may be able to stand, to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins, huh, girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet, huh, and your feet shod, whoo, come on somebody, he even, he even takes care of our feet, huh, Glory to God. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able. Ye shall be able. You shall be able. You shall be able to do what? Quench all. That's running ground right there. to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, for all saints. Everybody need prayer. For all this, everybody. Huh? If you a saint, you need prayer. Amen. For all saints and for me. Hey, I ain't left out of this thing. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. We're so glad you joined us tonight. Sunday morning, we'll be here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the scripture just kind of preaches itself. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Just, just, just reading the word of God. Amen. Brings light. It brings refreshing. It brings insight. Amen. Just, just reading it. Amen. And I just, I just got a little bit excited just, just reading that just now. 
Amen. And so the scripture tells us, we go back up here, and it says here in, in verse 10, he says, finally, my brethren, Paul is closing out his letter here, and he says, finally, my brethren, pay attention. Finally, he says, be strong in the Lord. Somebody say, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. One more time, say, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. One more time tonight, I am strong. See, some of you came in here with your battery low tonight. Amen. But you need to know that you are strong in the Lord. Not in our own strength, not in our own ability, not in our own might, but we are strong in the Lord and in the power of It's all about him. Amen. Come on. Jesus said, if ye abide in me and my word, you can ask anything that you will and it will be done. Come on. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He said, what's flowing in me is flowing in you. Come on, it's a divine flow happening in our life. And we have to remind ourselves, we have to stir ourselves up of what's going on on the inside. Amen. So that the outside can match what's going on on the inside. Greater is he that is living on the inside of us. Amen. The conqueror is living on the inside of us. But he goes on here in verse 11 and he tells us, put on, come on, the whole armor. Somebody say whole armor. One more time. He says, put on the whole armor of God. So we have a choice as to how we walk in this earth. Huh? We can walk equipped or we can walk around with a pamper on. That's a nice way of saying it. But God wants us equipped. He wants us fully armed, huh? fully loaded. But we, again, we have a choice as to how we walk and how we do life. We can either put on the Lord Jesus Christ, come on, or we can just live like natural men. And God does not desire that we live just like mere natural men, but he's given us tools. Amen. And he's given us things to work with to make us a success in life, to put us over in life. Amen. And he says, put it on. Put it on just like you got up this morning and put your clothes on. If I were to ask you what you got on, you'd be able to tell me, huh, what it was or what it is that you have on. Why? Because you trust yourself. You put it on. Huh? You can let me know whether this is your fine attire. Hello? Or is this, this is just my little knock around, my little knock around stuff. But you can describe it and you can talk about it in detail. Why? Because it's yours and you put it on yourself. And that's how it is. God wants us to take this armor personally. Put it on. Put on the whole armor. And in so many things in life, this is, this is true for all of us, we only want to deal with things that we like. Y'all smile at me. If you only got one tooth, I'd like to see it tonight. <laughs> Hello. And so as we read down, we read down this list, you know, and it talks about all the different things that we are to put on. Most of the time we focus on what we like. And like, 
Pastor Belinda was saying she didn't like doing the scales. Hello. I was like, Lord, don't let her get in my message tonight because I will. But she kind of got over it in it anyway. But there, there are things that we have to, have to put into practice. How many of you know just because you put on a uniform doesn't make you a soldier? Okay, it's real quiet in the sanctuary tonight. But we're going to get along tonight. Uh, just because you put on a uniform don't make you an officer. Hello, just because you put on a, a, a uniform, what's the football team down here? Huh? Yeah, just because you put it on don't make you one of them. It doesn't qualify you to get on the field. Hello, just because you put it on is more to this walk than just putting things on. There, there's this thing called developing skill. Learning how to, to walk in what we have been given. Anybody ever heard of this thing called a chainsaw? Huh? I, w- I wasn't raised using chainsaws. I was draw- raised, you know, using the handsaw and the axe and all that. And, and in recent years, my brother uh, needed some trees cut at his house. And uh, so we went old school. You know, we put out the saws and stuff, you know, and, and, and I started sweating and carrying on and breathing hard. And it's like, no, I don't work this hard no more. Hold up. <laughs> we have overcome. <laughs> Got to get out here and kill myself. Amen. I said, I'm going to buy a chainsaw. He said, you don't know nothing about no chainsaw. I said, well, you keep working. Well, I, I'm going to buy a chainsaw, and we're going to figure this thing out. And so, you know, we're out there. He's out there working and sweating and carrying on. I went and bought a chainsaw and asked the man in the store, explain to me how to use this thing. Because we had a whole row of trees, hello, that needed trimming. And he explained it to me how to get it started and everything. Hello, don't miss the details. (laughs) Hello? Again, you can have the equipment, but if you don't know how to start it, It seems simple until you out there. <laughs> and you just spent $400 and it won't start. Okay, all right. And so anyway, they showed me how to work it. And I, I took it back to the house and I, I showed my brother, you know, what they said and all this, you know, and it said, this is how you use it. And then I handed it to him. <laughs> they his trees. And I tell you, he went, he went from struggling, come on, hard labor, trying to, trying to get the, the limbs cut, trying to get things. And what he did in 15 minutes with the chainsaw, we spent half the day doing on one tree. Okay, all right. <laughs> with a regular saw. But we got it done. But it made life, it took life to a totally different level. Amen. When we use the proper equipment, when we use the modern equipment to get the job done. Amen. And God has modern things for us to use. Real quiet in the sanctuary tonight. God has modern things for us to use. Amen. To get this job done. It doesn't have to be the struggle like we've been struggling. But somebody didn't tell us how to use the stuff. Hello. 
Come on, you all remember, when, like me, when you first came to Christ, you didn't even know you had armor. Hello? You just run out there with your pamper on. <laughs> Running out there on the field. Everybody else, the devil and his crew all armed up. Hello? Like, hey, we got a baby out here. We're going to take this one out. And you're like, hey, I love Jesus. And you're like, mm-hmm, you about to be with him. And so many of us in, in, encountered things, come on, tests and trials when we were young in God, and, and those things overtook us because we didn't know how. Come on, we didn't know how to use the equipment. And, and because we didn't learn how to use the equipment, it left a bad taste in our mouth. And so we, we come up with things like this. God is sovereign. Okay, it's real quiet in the sanctuary right now. We come up with natural answers. Hello? Rather than figuring out, okay, there's a higher way, there's a better way, so I need to move from the church that I'm at. Oh, it's real quiet in the sanctuary right now. I need to go somewhere where I can learn something about how this kingdom works. Because if I get figured out how this kingdom works, we're going to get some stuff done. We're going to get some trees cut today. And I ain't going to be wore out. Again, in the day and the time that we're living in, believers are wearing themselves out, trying to get God to move. Try, move, God, move. He ain't no cow. Don't move him. <laughs> move, God. Somebody need to show you how to use the equipment. Amen. I didn't have to look at the chainsaw and say, work, chainsaw, work. Nah, you put the right amount of gas, the right amount of oil, huh? Uh, that's the word I was looking for. See, uh -huh, you've been cutting trees, ain't you? Or you've been telling him how to do it. <laughs> oh, you do it. I ain't mad at you. I got some more that need to be done. <laughs> but you prime that thing, amen, and you, you pull that thing and you hear it, gah, 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 gah. It's like, uh-huh, it's ready now. Hit that choke down and start it, and, and there you go, and you, you, you do the work. Hello? You get it done. Amen. And so there are things in the, in the, in the life of believer, amen, this, this armor that God has given us is armor to get the job done. But we have to use this armor correctly and effectively. Amen. And, and so, you know, uh, this is a series right here. Because I can take each piece of the armor and work with it. Hello. Whew. But we're not doing all that, all that tonight. Amen. I think we got some more soul food we're going to get after I'm almost done. So. <laughs> y'all laugh a little bit. Y'all had a hard day at work today, some of y'all. Amen. And God's trying to help you. Trying to stir up your joy. That's the kingdom. Joy is part of the, the kingdom. Amen. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. You don't have to be stiff to learn about the things of God. You can enjoy the lessons. 
Amen. So again, he tells us to take all this armor, put it all on. But again, the way to, to become effective is to take it and begin to use it. Put it into practice and learn how, how things work and how things operate. Learning that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How many people in here that made a huge difference in your life? Come on, when you found out that you were the righteousness of God in Christ, that you wasn't just mama's baby and daddy's baby, hello? Okay, all right. Father, help me to get something in here that they like tonight. <laughs> but it made a total difference in our life when we found out who we were, who, what we have in Christ, that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And, and we begin to work that. We begin to develop that. Amen. And as we dig into these things, God begins to expand it and it begins to grow. And the more we get into it, the more exciting it becomes. And we begin to live it out. Amen. That word that we hit, hit and have hidden in our heart, we begin to live it out. Well, again, as I was saying earlier, many of us, we, we take the part that we like and we leave the other. I like the sword part. Huh? Kind of got a little bit of Peter in me. <laughs> just kind of swinging wild, huh? Swinging for the, for the head, but just caught the ear. I mean, you know, Malchus was glad that Peter wouldn't train, huh? Again, there's, there's certain parts of the armor that, that I like, and I like working with that part of the armor. But then there are other parts of the armor that I kind of neglected, didn't really need it, don't ever use it. Hello? You don't have to use a chainsaw every day. You just kind of use it whenever it's necessary. Hmm. And so some of us treat this, uh, some of y'all like me just treat certain parts of the armor that it's only necessary when it's necessary you don't really take it out and develop it and really work with it and the part that I didn't take very seriously was this part called the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace now I'm talking about you but about, about me but you need to think about you yeah. Be, mm -hmm, see I knew yeah I know too don't make me start digging in your pocketbook. <laughs> but I didn't necessarily, necessarily like that part, you know? Uh, peace. Yeah, what's exciting about that? I like the excitement part. Hello? And when you're seeing God move and God manifest through, through praise, seeing people get up out of wheelchairs, huh? See blind eyes open and all this wonderful stuff through people screaming and praising God. You like that atmosphere. And then you come to this place called peace. And you just think about sitting by the creek bank. Watching the water go by. Hello. Listening to the frogs. Ain't nothing much happening. So it, it, that's not the place that I wanted to be. And I didn't realize how essential peace is in our every day. Every day. Come on, somebody. Our everyday life. He said, take the whole armor, not just pick out what we like. Take the whole 
armor and learn how to work it. But again, life, life has a way of, of showing up. And it's like, okay, now, now God, hold up. Now how do I handle this situation? Because this is about to get ugly right here. And, and everything else in this toolbox is, is not working. I need something else. You know how it is. You know you're going to the office one day and, and, and you're having trouble with a fellow worker. Huh? And y'all just kind of back and forth at one another. Okay, y'all going to act like y'all don't know. But anyhow, <laughs> I kind of been in those situations where I didn't get along with certain folk. And so I remember being at one job and I had a, had a knife laying on my desk. Don't look at me funny. Anyhow. I did grow out of my pampers. I did. It took a while. But yeah, I had a, light, a knife laying on my desk, and, and me and this guy had been having issues with one another, and I got there early this morning because I got there to pray. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, so I got there early to pray, you know, and I was talking to the Lord, and all of a sudden I heard this voice say, if you come in starting stuff today, just take his knife and stab him. How many of you are glad for the scripture that says, my sheep, no, huh? Oh, we're funny right now, huh? But when you living at the, the edge of your nerve, hello, and somebody didn't work your last nerve, and something's giving you permission to stab them, to rid you of your problem, so you think, hello? And then there was another voice that talked to me that said, get up. And go work in another department. I immediately got up because I knew I knew that was my daddy's voice right there. And so I got up and went to another department. And, and the people that I worked it with, they came in and said, later on that day, they said, he came in looking for you this morning. Huh. Yeah, that was trying to set me up. But God. Amen. When you, when you have your armor on, you may not even, even have it at full potential. Hello. But he'll lead us in paths of peace. Hello. Oh, Jesus. So I had to grow and I had, had to develop in, in walking in peace. And again, there are things in life that just comes our way that help develop us in these different areas. And, and so I had this thing called COVID. Anybody ever heard of COVID? I know y'all in the South, news not, might not have got here yet. <laughs> Somebody's like, what's he driving? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so, you know, this, this thing called, called COVID came along. And uh, I tried to use all the other armor on COVID. Hello? I'm just, this is confession night, okay? I tried to use everything else. You know, I tried to take the, the sword. Hello? Lauren's girded about with truth. But, but there was no God hookup. There was no God connect. Come on, we've been taught about confession. Hello? All these things. But, but I was looking for the place where there was a God Connection. You know what I'm saying? Where the chainsaw 
Uh, 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 starts running. I, I was looking for that. Hello, again, I sing miracle after miracle through praising God, magnifying God. And so I tried to go down that avenue. I know that avenue. And God was like, no, don't do it. Even try quoting scripture. He said, stop it. Now, hold up. I've never heard anybody teach on this before. Hello. When you get in the test, you're supposed to do all these things. Oh, it's real quiet in the sanctuary. You're supposed to be doing all these things, and you get your healing. The primary thing that we do is this. For as many as are led. Come on. For as many as are led by the. Come on, talk to me tonight. For as many as are led by the. They are the sons of God. Amen. And Jesus said when he, the spirit of truth is come, that he will, he will, he will, he won't fail you. He will lead you into all truth. He going to tell you how to get out of this thing. And so he started talking to me when I was laying in the hospital. Hello. And they kept telling me, you're going to have to go on a ventilator or whatever it is that you're supposed to be on. And a doctor came in several times a day to tell me, if you don't go on a ventilator, you're going to die. I'm like, I'm okay with that, honestly. Because I know to be absent from the body. Okay, it's real quiet in the sanctuary. But anyhow, I, I know that. So, so I'm good. But on the inside, whenever they talk about going on the ventilator, it, it disturbed my peace. My peace was bothered. And it's just like, well, why? Why? I've never fought a battle with peace before. I need the sword right now. You, you fight with a sword. Peace. And so I would go back to that place where I had peace. And it wasn't listening to the word. It wasn't quoting the word. It wasn't praying in tongues. Oh, it's real quiet in the sanctuary, but that's all right. It was staying in this place of peace. Jesus said, my peace, my peace, I leave with you. Peace is going to be your umpire. Huh? There are decisions and things that have to be made, and my peace is what's going to assure you that you're going in the right direction. So when they were saying all these things, you know, and telling me I was going to die, and, and I went through a thing where they kept taking my blood, but I didn't have, I don't have, they say I don't have good veins. And so they were sticking me everywhere. And I'm like, you know, I'm about, they tell me I'm dying. But I'm getting ready to hit somebody. <laughs> One nurse just came in and just jabbed me, and blood just started. I wanted to kick her so bad. <laughs> All right, y'all forgive me tonight. <laughs> she was disturbing my peace. But anyway, so I, I had to keep coming back to this place of peace. I was getting phone calls from people saying, You need to do this. You need to get out of there. You need to take this. You need to do this. And whenever those calls would come, it disturbed my peace. 
And again, Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. And so through, through the whole walk, whatever it was, when the doctors came in and said, we need to do this, we need to do that, I looked for the peace. Where was the peace of God? It seems like through this battle right here that is peace is the avenue to get me out of this. And so I just followed peace all the way, all the way through it, all the way through it. My mind would try to give me fits, and I would just get back in my peace. Jesus gave me this peace. This is what I'm resting in. I know that I'm coming out of here. I know that I'm going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right because I'm operating in the equipment that God gave me to operate with. Many times we want to take all the equipment and use everything in the toolbox. We don't need all the equipment. Hello? And so the Lord was teaching me through this, just take peace and let peace do the job. One of the major lessons that I learned through this is that he spoke to me one night during the night he said, you're trying to do this in your own strength. You don't realize it, but you're into works. Well, that was a slap. Hello? It's like, I've been taught, I've been taught all this stuff. I'm just trying to do what I've been taught. <laughs> okay, maybe y'all don't get emotional like I do, but I will wind up on you. <laughs> So I'm just trying to do what I've been taught. He's like, I'm trying to teach you now. You think that this is a hard battle. But what you don't understand is this is a battle that's already been won. You're struggling trying to get what I already got. And I just need you to believe, come on, that I already got it for you. Hello, somebody. When somebody walks up and says, I got the down payment for your new house. Oh, it's real quiet in the sanctuary. When they say, say, I got you, I got you. Huh? You don't have to beg, plead. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. No, they got it. I know their money is good. So what, what am I going to do? I'm going to be at peace. Hello? When closing day comes, I ain't going to struggle. I, I, hey, we need the money now. And what they do? They just bring the money right on over. And it's not a struggle. Lord Jesus, it's already after eight. I'm glad y'all came tonight. Let me give you just a little bit more tonight and then I'm going to shut it down but learning these lessons and how to use the armor of God is intended God's intent was to make life easier for us not struggle 
Come on, at midnight, Paul and Silas were in jail. Come on, and they were not at one another. They were at peace, and they were in there singing. Come on, praying, singing, making melody in their, in their heart to the Lord, just having, having a good time in there. How, how many of us live that way? Or are we struggling? He wants us to live in this place of peace, even though we're locked up, even though we've been beaten, even though the situation looks bad. There ought to be something, that peace of God on the inside of us, amen, that, that it just calms everything. It calms everything around us. Can I tell you one more story tonight before, before we get gone? Lord Jesus. Maybe, uh, and let me say, before I ever get started, your family may not be like my family. <laughs> so, I'm talking about my family tonight. One of my cousins got, in, got into, I'll say, an altercation. Huh? <laughs> With one of the guys in the, in the neighborhood, and so they got the altercating one another. <laughs> this one was trying to alter this one's nose and that one was trying to alter. <laughs> so they were, they were out in the street fighting and it ended up being one of those kind of fights to where it emptied the houses. Huh? And so people were out in the street fighting and carrying on, you know, and it was a, it was a, it was a pretty good one. But anyhow... <laughs> Just pray for me. But anyhow, so they, you know, they're going at it. And so everything eventually breaks up, you know, and people go home and all that. And, uh, and a few days later, uh, my cousin that was in the, in the fight, he got shot and killed. And so where does your mind go? Naturally, you think the guy that he was fighting, huh, then shot and killed him. So what's going to happen? Huh? This family gonna take out that other family. So my, my cousins, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna go over there. We're gonna handle this. We're gonna handle this." And I, I wasn't at, at the house that day, but they they told me about it. One well, my cousins, I gotta get him on film before he goes to heaven to verify the story because he was one of the main ring leaders. And he's like, "We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him." And his mom, she said, "Listen, call Perry." That's my dad. He said, call Perry. And they called other preachers to the house, and several of those preachers almost got whipped. <laughs> Y'all pray for my family. And so, <laughs> so as they are, uh, you know, saying what all they're going to do and what all is going to happen, you know, my aunt kept saying, somebody call Perry. Please, somebody call Perry. Perry, call him. And so I don't know who it was, but somebody picked up the phone, called my dad. And, and my dad told him, said, now listen, don't y'all do anything until I get there. And they're like, well, you better hurry up because we're going to take care of this. And he said, I said, don't do nothing until I get there. And so my father, he, he, he got there, you know, and, and they're all standing out there and talking about what they're going to do and everything. And my father looked at him and said, listen, you're not going to do anything until we pray first. 
He told him, he said, now, 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 now join hands. Huh? Now, how do you tell some folk that's mad, hello, angry, ready to go handle business? You're going to tell them to go join hands. But my father understood the authority that he walked in. And he looked and he said, I said, join hands. And it wasn't that kind of thing, join hands in Jesus' name. Huh? It was that thing, you join hands, else you'll deal with me today. <laughs> my pastor says it's the natural and the supernatural coming together. Okay. <laughs> Love you, pastor. And so, and so my father said, join hands. We're going to pray before you all go do anything. And so they joined join hands. And, and my cousin said, he said, listen, we were, we were riled up. He said, your dad began to pray. And these are the words he said. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he said, when your dad spoke those words, all of a sudden something just fell. Something just fell on us. And all the anger, all the hurt, all the confusion that was on us, it just, it just left. He said, your father invoked the Holy Ghost in that room. I didn't know he knew those words. He invoked the Holy Ghost. Said, okay, all right. Well, maybe he did learn something in Sunday school. But anyhow, he said, the whole atmosphere shifted in the room and we were not able to do what we wanted to do. And he said, we found out a couple of days later that the cousin, he was playing with a gun and it accidentally went off. That the other family, the other guy didn't have anything to do with it. Tragedy was avoided because somebody knew how to stay connected to the peace of God. And there are many things in our, in our homes, in our families, in our workplaces. Come on, somebody, in our community that are to be avoided. Come on. That are, are not to come to pass because somebody knows how to release the peace of God. Just a couple of scriptures right quick. I'm just going to read them right quick. Again, John 14, 27, Jesus says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be afraid. What do we do? We let our heart be at peace. Just stay at peace. No matter what we hear going on around us, we operate out of the kingdom. And Jesus said, my peace, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. And you're going to have to learn how to operate in peace and not in your emotion. You're going to have to learn how to operate in the kingdom and not how you've been bought up, not how you've been trained. You're in the kingdom now. Different kind of, kind of actions in this kingdom. But it takes training. Hello? 
Many of us don't like going through the training that it takes, the discipline that it takes to be this soldier in the army of the Lord. Somebody say, I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. Amen. Last scripture right, right quick and I'm done. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 15, this is out of Amplified, and it says this, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of the one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, ye were called as members in one body of believers and be thankful to God always. This is a calling. This is a calling to be at peace. Be at peace. Be at peace. No matter what's going on, around you, operate in the peace of God. Don't let somebody take you out of your character, your God-given character. Don't let somebody get you over into the natural. Hello? I was telling Pastor Belinda and them today that I had a situation here recently where somebody's water got cut off and they asked me to pay their water bill. And I said, you a grown man. <laughs> you better get a job and pay your own water bill. But I wanted to tell him in a language that he understood. <laughs> okay, some of y'all get that later. And there were, there were certain words, huh, that just kept coming up. And I knew if I said those words, he'd get the message. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure in my natural mind that he got the message. And he was trying to get me out of my peace. Earlier, a relative of his had been in an accident and she got a few fingers cut off at work. And, and so she didn't have money to pay her bills, so I helped her out because she was in a dilemma. Now he gonna come, huh? Cause he's sitting drinking beer. Okay, all right, and want my money. How I many of you know that disturbed my peace? <laughs> I don't care what kind of society we live in. I ain't taking care of no man. Okay, all right. Father, I'm sorry, I didn't disturb some people's peace. <laughs> I've disturbed some folks' peace in here tonight. Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you.
last thing. I, I, I really could go for a while with this, but I just need to just stop. So many things that God gives us, many people treat them like a special trinket or fine china, hello, or something that you don't use on a regular basis. Things that God gives us many times, people save it for a special occasion. Huh? Get a nice dress or a nice suit, hello, for Christmas, and you say, I'm going to put this away for this day. Hello, this is where I'm going to use this. And the things that God has given us, this armor that God has given us, he doesn't want us to put it under the bed That's right. That's and wait for a special day. Amen. This is a daily operation. Daily walking, using the armor of God. And the more we use it, the more skilled will become at using this armor. Amen. And I, 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 I want to go into some prophecies about the last days. But y'all saw I already put my iPad down and closed it. But one of the things that, that the Lord said to Brother Hagin, that there was an army being raised up in the last days that know their authority, that know who they are in God. Come on, I'm not quoting it right. But it, it goes on to say to the, to the, in it that it talks about they're going to go in and they're going to possess the land. It talks about the signs and the wonders and all that's going to happen because of these people that know who they are in God. And we need to know who we are and what we have. And I just want you to say this just a couple of times tonight. I have the full armor of God. Now, see, some of y'all getting ready to put up your Christmas lights and Christmas tree and all that, and you're going to dig in your boxes, and you're going to find out this stuff was missing. <laughs> well, who put that? You should have put it back in the box. <laughs> I did put it in the box. Well, it ain't in there. Hello. <laughs> Sister, stay at peace. Just... <laughs> Don't, don't let him get you in church. <laughs> but now when you get in the car. Now <laughs> and so, you know, we'll, we'll be looking for those things like where they at, where they at. But this armor, we don't have to look for where it's at. All of us have, all of us have the full armor of God. 